We're going right now, Jay? Okay. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. A little late on the Red Hawk recap this week. We were too busy in Tijuana. Been stuck with needles. But it's a beautiful Saturday morning. So let's get perked up and spread the good word. Take a big breath. Let's enjoy the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Gloria Tells, ladies and gentlemen, get us started. Okay, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, it's not it's all about the confidence when it's time for sex, am I right? And what's what's a better confidence booster than fun round with your partner? All courtesy of the chewables from bluechew.com. What's bluechew.com? Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra Cialis, but in a chewable form. And a fraction of the cost, Blue Chew's tablets help men combat all forms of ED and provide harder, longer-lasting erections slash boners. Because Blue Chew is an online prescription service, there are no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew tablets are chewable. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Red Hawk at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo redcock. Red Hawk, excuse me. All one word to receive your uh, free month. Okay. Uh, yeah, these, I mean, these are good. I, I wouldn't recommend using them every single time, but if you meet a cutie or you've been dating a girl for a while and it's time for sex time and you want to pop one of those, it's going to give you some insurance. It's going to give you some insurance that you're going to last because all of us guys out there know you get fucking horned up. You think about puss for too long. You get two swipes. You get two sinkers in there and you're already fucking holding it back. You got to slow down and then slowing down doesn't help. You sink it one more time and then you just fucking bust. And the girls act like it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, but it's not okay because they're just getting warmed up and you're finished, embarrassed. So... Once in a while, when you really, really need to lay the pipe and make the girl happy, make her really enjoy it, make her want to come back for more, give Blue Chew a try. Okay? Code Red Hawk. So. How many Blue Chews do you think you go through a week? A week? A week. I've probably used four in my life. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I was expecting to hear way more. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I, I, I'm not 100% sure at the long-term health benefits. I just don't know how healthy it is. And I don't have a problem getting a fucking bone. It's just but the lasting. It's the lasting. 
and it's and it's a really uh, incredible little thing and maybe it is who knows if it's toxic but that little bit of toxicity for that enjoyment and for that girl to get that enjoyment and for that girl to want to come back because she knows you lay the pipe Mm -hmm. i don't know up you decide but uh yeah i just want to i want to take time too to Thanks for all the love because everyone's always talking about the haters on the comments and the haters on this and all fuck the haters. But it's like we get way more love than you do haters. And those people need to be talked about because I'm glad we're able to help some people. Um, Yeah, it's good. You guys need to be talked about, too. And if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So uh, shout out to Jobins. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, We just got back from. Tijuana, Tijuana, Mexico it was a pretty. It was a pretty crazy trip. It really was. Everyone was warning us about Tijuana, like it's some dangerous place. Hide all your stuff, and it was. There was some poor, poor places, but Tijuana has 1.9 million people. It's not no small place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we went there. They picked us up. They brought us to the hospital. Um, the hospital was freaking so sweet. We got completely taken care of. They put us up in hotels. Um, they put us up in hotels. They they fed us all, uh, um, breakfast and and lunch, and it was quality organic food. They have chefs there just cooking for you. Mm-hmm. Um, all the staff was awesome. The doctors were awesome. Um, outside of the hotel, mm-hmm. did you guys feel safe, or it did uh, you just mainly stay inside the hotel area? We walked around a little bit, but mm-hmm. you got to remember, man, I'm a bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. but. When we were walking around at some points, there was like, there was like the police officers. I don't know if it was the military, but there was like groups of six or seven of them marching with rifles. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were literally just walking around. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. And I was, that was kind of scary, but they said they just kind of do that to just mm. for really no reason. Let their presence be known, maybe. Yeah. But the staff, I mean, the doctors were so cute. Uh, the nurses were so nice. Um, got completely taken care of um in tijuana it's crazy how cheap it is lived for 600 bucks you can get a three bedroom with a garage on the beach on the ocean for 600 dollars. what about flooding is there a reason i don't i don't know if there's flooding i didn't ask about the beach you know what i mean i mean possibly could be but but dude the, the how cheap it is to live and it's literally like three miles from san diego you go three miles down the beach and those same houses are six million dollars yeah. but you can get them for 500k there in tijuana so that place if i'd live somewhere i would fucking probably uh live in tijuana for sure um so that was cool but then we got to go see the cancer patients also in that hospital cpi they uh host ca- cancer patients and they take care of them so we got to go see there's probably six or seven of them six or seven of them uh, sorry about that. JX brought his uh, little son in and her daughter. She's causing a little the ruckus. The team while you were talking about Blue Chew was like really matched together. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking about Blue Chew. It's just, That's good, it huh? was comedic timing, comedic gold. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to go see the cancer patient. And dude, that puts life into perspective real quick. And there's like hundreds and hundreds of of like quotes on the wall about what the cancer patients said on how to stay strong and how to stay mentally strong and stuff and seeing all those people dude it makes you want to tear up so bad because all of them are still just so happy and 
such in good spirits and just so happy to talk to us. And we got to talk to them for a while and then we got to bring them flowers and stuff. And they were just pumped and it was just cool to be around them. Each day we went, we got to go say hi and talk to them a bit, but that was fucking. That's really cool. That's cool of you guys to do that. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to do this, like, uh, we got to do this hyperbaric chamber, which, which was this huge hyperbaric chamber in this thing there's two beds inside it it almost looked like like a nasa spaceship inside and it brings you i think way below sea level my my ears were popping for an hour and we had to sit in there for an hour um we watched mrs doubtfire when we were in there that's cool sean could barely sit still so he's doing push-ups moving around (laughs) beating his meat Mm -hmm. um what else there's just so much shit we there's the saunas um for me i got to do the nad ivs um sean can't do ivs um we did the stem cells the stem cells fucking hurt dude the stem cells fucking hurt and they said shoulders and the hips hurt the worst and i had to get two in my shoulders 40 million stem cells and like i was sitting there and i got them and the and the, the cute doctor she's like it's okay you can scream so i was like really little fucking no. yep i'm like god damn it but then they said other guys like Someone like Andre Galvo or some of the other guys were screaming in there. So it didn't make me feel too bad. So for a guy like me, when you got 40 million stem cells, how high of a dose is that? Is that a lot? I think I'll, I think regular is like 10 million. Oh. But do you guys know a guy named Kevin Nash? Mm-mm. A Mm-mm. WWE wrestler. I think he's WWE wrestler. Mm-mm. Might be a bodybuilder. He's this huge guy. Uh-huh. I guess he got like 320 million in his whole body. And that's the most ever okay wow um, so you got you but you got a little above regular yeah, yeah for 40 million yeah. so it fucking hurt it hurt really bad um but then there's this little cute lady next to us mary Saul, who's just the nicest lady and she was she got millions in this shoulder and millions in this shoulder so i'm like if she can do it i should be able to fucking tough out and do it uh sean got a little bit in his knee which was good uh what else did we do did you end up getting it in your penis yeah oh yeah i mean the last day i was like dude there's no way i'm getting fucking shot in my cock because one of the days i got my my veins for my iv missed three times so i had to get four needles that day and i'm pretty sure that same day as i got the two stem cells too so i was getting stick with needles next day uh i had to get one more nad drip um and then uh doc comes in and they talk about the benefits of the wiener shots and it's usually and they were kind of sponsoring us for this and it's usually 2500 bucks 2500 bucks to do the wiener shot yeah um and doc's like dude there's nothing that's gonna go wrong like it it improves girth i'm like doc i'm plenty girth (laughs) but it can always get a little thicker maybe but it proves girth improves the orgasms it makes explosive explosive <laughs> orgasms have you tested that theory yet not yet because the cock's a little sore <laughs> oh no oh no um so no they were talking me into it they're talking me into it i'm like no i'm not gonna do it no i'm not gonna do it and then i'm like fuck fuck it i'll do it uh-huh. and then sean's like talking me into it too and then it was the cute acute uh, doctor who i kind of had a little crush on and then the doctor, the normal doctor, the guy wasn't there. So, like, the girl doctor's going to do it. So, I'm like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> really? I don't need her to see my little red cock. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be a little intimidating. Yeah. And then uh, the doctor came, the oh. guy doctor. Uh-huh. And Sean's like, 
I still want the girl doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and I go in there, they fucking hold my ween up, huh? and I they poke me once and I kind of like move my leg and I think it bumps his arm a little bit so he stabs me I'm like god <laughs> and then uh, so they had to st stick me again and I got through it it was real quick and then stuck me again on each side kind of each side oh. I'm going down and not kind of in the shaft not in the uh -huh. head or the bottom so that got over quick oh my god but yeah I mean so how I, bad does that hurt right now yeah. not bad I just feel plump okay Okay, <laughs> but then Shug, uh -huh. I'm I'm in there scared as fucking shit, and when I get scared, my little peeper just fucking hides away, just shuffles down. Shug gets a boner. <laughs> what? Well, at least a fucking half stock. Oh my! God. What a freak, dude. I know. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? You're about to get your wiener stabbed and you get hard. Oh my god! And but I guess they said it was it's easier when you're uh, you get hard like that. <laughs> Dude, my hands are clamming up right now, dude, thinking about... Would you have done it? No, no fuck no. I, I think I would... You'd have to put me under. You'd have to put me to sleep, dude, and then you can you do it. You say you would... I, I was so positive I wasn't going to do it until the doctors came in, and then, I, and then I Googled it, and this biohacker... We had him on the podcast a long time ago, Ben Greenfield. He's into all this healthy shit. I've learned a lot from him about just health, mm -hmm. and he talked about... He did stem cells in his wiener and all the benefits that came from it. So I read that, too, and I'm like, fuck... Damn. And I have a chance to just get it free. I just got to say yes. And it's just a few seconds of pain. A few seconds of so how bad's that pain when you're screaming from the shoulder ones? And that's in your penis? Well, yeah. But, but the shoulder one went into a joint. Oh, yeah. Like a thick oil and the needle was way bigger than the joint. The wiener one was just a small, a oh, small like peck. insulin needle. Yeah. Oh, okay. What happens if you blow a load that's just so large that you're just like, it kind of like... Oh. It just comes out the the needle hole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. no, but like, yeah, I couldn't believe I did it. I couldn't good, good. fucking well, believe it. Well, I'm excited. You got to keep us all Jobins informed on the benefits and what happens. Yeah, but I'm interested. Dude, there was there was a whole group of people because each week they get a whole group of people to go do the stem cells, and all the people that were in our group were just such fucking awesome people. But some of their backs were hurt, bulged discs bulge discs in their neck like really fucked up and any uh any surgeon's gonna say you need to get surgery you need to get surgery but those stem cells have changed so many people's fucking lives dude yeah. there's so many success stories from them and those guys at cpi are so ahead of everyone in the u.s because the u.s has some rules and bullshit they explained it to us but it was way more uh advanced than i thought <laughs> uh, um but yeah dude they they took care of us down there and they say a couple weeks and my shoulder is going to be grooving so i'm going to put a link in the bio of how to look it up because if you have a family member um or you that's dealing with like chronic pain or disc pain or neck pain or elbow pain or knee pain or anything these things will fucking get you jacked up i mean get you feeling back to life which is really fucking crazy yeah. that he talked about it on joe rogan that's how i heard about it i had sean say my shoulder's been fucked up for almost six months i'm like dude i gotta do something so i had sean message joe rogan joe said this link this guy so i hit up this guy and he got us set up and it was a fucking magical trip my mom has what it, what's it called degenerative arthritis mm -hmm. and uh, would that help with that dude i probably i'm huh. not, I, I don't know but probably she's got obviously. she's got it bad with arthritis Really? Oh, Just yeah. pain. Oh, yeah. Pain, pain, huh? Yeah. Shout out, Mama. Love you. I wonder if chicks get that shot in their puss. And a push makes, shot. 
<laughs> yeah, there was a couple asking about it. <laughs> there was no like a uh, science behind that or anything yet, but make it more plump and juicy. Are you saying? Oh yeah, a little grip on that thing, <laughs> or just make that fucking clitoris huge. Oh my, <laughs> little penis on top. Of oh god. <laughs> oh god. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, we have a bunch of Patreon questions. Let's go over some upcoming fights. Was there any fights announced that stuck out? The uh, Charles Oliveira versus Fiziev got. They want that. It's not announced, but Charles. I, he said he, that he does. He wants to take time off. I said I saw Charles like he said no. I don't want that. I want to take a break. Even in uh, Rio. Yeah, he just or, said it like yesterday. Bro, people don't understand the amount of yeah. training that goes in for five round fights, and not even okay a five round camp. You do one five round camp. That motherfucker's been doing back yeah. to back to back to yeah. back five round camps, and and at their gym they train they train hard hard like an probably an unhealthy hard. Mm -hmm. So for him to want to take a break, it's like, dude, let the dude take a break yeah. for a little bit and live his life. Yeah, like fuck. Ooh, I had a question for you because little Bryce Mitchell's talking shit. Did you see yeah. that? I want to know your thoughts about Bryce. Did you uh, see all of it? Huh. Did you see what Sean said? Yeah, when Sean said. Your brother fucked your no, your no, your dad, your dad fucked your sister. sister to make you. Yeah, because yeah. well, it all stems back from what Bryce originally said about Sean not deserving the shot that he had. So it was just a little backfire, and it was and it was all joking. Yeah, yeah. And then what did Bryce say? I'll deal with it when he see him. Yeah, like it's yeah. on site or some shit. But right after, yeah, that, we'll see if it's on site. A lot of people say that, and then when it's on site, <laughs> it's not on site. So. Right? Fair. Yeah. Because what? Okay, so it's on site. He better be able to beat up two of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were like, Tim would fuck him up, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bring it on, cowboy. Yeah, I mean, I like Bryce Mitchell, though. I think yeah. he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I think, but you can see how a lot of people look at Sean and be like, he's number 11, he gets his number one shot. You can see how they'd be like, That's bullshit. But then if they were smart, they'd look at it from the outside and say, Okay, the UFC's a business, it's an entertainment business. Clearly, this kid's fucking entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, he has a very entertaining style. He one shots people. Yeah. So they, 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 they want him to be as a champion. That just makes sense. Money. So yeah. you think they'd look at it from the outside, but they're looking at it from their perspective. They've been grinding. They've been working, and they don't get opportunities like that. So they get yeah. pissed. So it's understandable. I was like, so I was looking at Bryce Mitchell shit and everything. This is my prediction. Sean goes up and he gets a title, and you, we all know Sean's gonna move up to one forty five. Dude, Bryce Mitchell's five nine. He's got those two submission wins that are really sick. He's got it. Last three fights were all decisions, right? And he really hasn't fought the best of the best yet, Mr. Mm -hmm. Bryce Mitchell. And I was just thinking, man, I think Sean's pops. I think Bryce would definitely try to take Sean down. But I think Sean would actually knock Bryce Mitchell out. And it'd be, it's very I can't wait until that time comes. And I know you guys are, it's going to all happen naturally and beautifully. But when Sean's bigger at 145, I get kind of like, whoa about it. Cause yeah. And the thing about that is these next six, five, five six months, there's going to be, it's going to be heavy grappling for Sean. It's going to be, we're doing a lot of wrestling. We're learning a lot of jujitsu four times a week. So this next five months isn't going to be no easy five months. It's going to be probably training wise, probably the hardest five, six months of his life. But it's really going to help him level up, especially when we go to 145. And uh, it, when when you're not going to be able to take Sean down, and then if you do take Sean down, he's so dangerous off his back. Charles Oliveira, dangerous off his back. 
then there's going to be issue for a lot of people. And then it won't be a big deal going up to 45. So Aljo being the champion, it almost works out perfect because now we know these next five, six months, fucking wrestling, wrestling with the best people, Bryce Meredith. We have a bunch of such good grapplers that can emulate Aljamain so good. Not that Aljamain's next. We'll see because Sean hasn't talked to the UFC yet. But when he does, I'm curious what they're going to say. And I'm sure they're going to have a good plan because UFC is very fucking smart. Mm -hmm. You guys are smart as well. You guys always do the right thing. Uh, Let's go. MMAfighting.com. <laughs> I'll obviously do five times whatever Henry Suhudo will on pay for a <laughs> UFC title. Well, that's true. It's the truth. That's why I don't get, dude, that's why I'm like, why is Aljo ducking? You got Sean O'Malley saying that he's the best in the weight class, that his fights are the, the champ fights, that people care about his more than yours. I'm the champ. And then I just beat TJ. The kid wins. Colored hair kid talking shit wins. This is my time to go out there and be like, and it. Sean brings the pay-per-views. If, mm -hmm. if I want the most money, I'm going to go Henry or Sean O'Malley. It's, who gives a fuck about Henry? Yeah. I think I think Aljo knows that too. And I think yeah. I think Aljo knows Henry's a tough fucking fight. Yeah. Henry's a tough fight. But also for Aljo, dude, the dude, the dude probably is, I bet you he's 170 pounds right now. I bet you. He said something around that was his walk around. He posted a picture. That's 34 pounds. And he's already kind of a lean guy. So... Again, for him, five-round fights, getting ready for those five-round fights, you don't know how much that takes out of you. Like, it takes so much out of you. So for him, it's probably smart for him to just be like, I just want to take a fucking break. Just give me a break. Yeah. That's the thing. When you become champion, it's not like, it's not like, oh, fuck, I'm going to fight. The rare one's Israel. But mm -hmm. I don't think Israel walks around so huge where the weight cuts are so drastic. Mm -hmm. But, dude, yeah. when you have to cut 35 pounds, then uh all the way down and then blow up 35 pounds and then all the way down blow up 35 pounds like that takes away from your fucking health and your longevity i think and that's way harder than people think it is yeah um yeah but i'm curious who knows they might who knows if they do it what if they did an interim tile with suge and cheeto and or suge and whoever personally for, for, for me i don't think fucking henry's gonna come back he mm -hmm. might but i mm -hmm. i, I kind of don't think he's gonna yeah right? But the fact that he's in the USADA pool makes me think maybe. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, personally, I think Aljo's got one more fight in him. He's, I think he's walking out. Or moving up. Or moving up. But I, I don't know. How how good would he be up? So, yeah, it's hard to say. I right? Mean, for, like, Volkanovski, he can't take down Volkanovski. And Volkanovski pieces his fucking head off. But, dude. Man, we got to remember, Aljo in the first fight with Peter, he couldn't take down Peter. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Peter was fucking flopping yeah. him all over the place. Yeah. So, like I said, if we get five months of wrestling in us with the best wrestlers we can find, Sean might fuck up Aljo. <laughs> There's oh, a yeah. good chance. But we got to, these next five months, we got to fucking really get a hold of it. Well, the thing on weight cut, too, did you see that Nate Maness, Nathan Maness? I don't know. He's Yeah. He, he was 125, and they posted a picture this morning, 174. Ugh. Does that sound unhealthy? Like, oh yeah. my. I mean, that's brutal, dude. Uh, so you guys, we went to the Jake Paul Anderson fight. Brandon didn't drink any water that day. Well, he had a sip, he says, and that's plenty. Yeah, I fainted during the Jake Paul fight. Um, I think that mic's turned down a little bit. You, uh, yeah, you fainted. Mm -hmm. Was yeah, it fainted. fainted or passed out? Fainted, like passed I passed out. 
I fainted. Well, fainted violently. Yeah. Well, fainted's like, oh. We carried him up out. the stairs. Passed out. He was out. He didn't come we to the stairs. carried him up the stairs. You carried him up the stairs and he was still out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be scary. Yeah, he was yeah. out. There Dude. was a loud ringing in my ears. And then I'm up on the steps and then I'm getting seated and I get someone gives me a water. The first thing he said was when he came back was, I don't know, but I have to really shit. And then he went into the bathroom and then EMS came or whatever. And they were grilling Schmitty and I like, where is he? So you passed out because you needed a shit so bad. That's what I can I I, can I tell you my terrifying version of this. He's we we each feel a little mini pizza and then he goes and gets popcorn. I have a little bit with them, but then he just slams it. Couple minutes goes by. He he hits, he tubs my shoulder. No, no red flags because he has a fast metabolism. He shits right away. He goes, dude, I wish I hadn't eaten all that food. Actually, I got a shit. And I'm thinking, okay, we'll go shit, bud. You know what I mean? And then I'm looking to my left, looking down at the ring, and we're noticing Mike Malak chatting your ear off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, because we're like, who the fuck's chatting Tim's ear off? Then all of a sudden, I look over. And I thought the way that he was slumped, there, there was a row in front of us with no one sitting there. I thought he was looking for his phone, but then he wasn't fucking moving, dude. And then I, I go, Brendan, and he nothing. And then I go pick him up. He's 120 pounds. I throw him around when we fuck around all the time. Heaviest fucking sack. I've, he was so heavy and lifeless, Tim. And I'm going, Brendan, Brendan. And I see him just... So was, yeah. and I'm going Brendan and then and I'm kind of in this panicky voice this dude from a row up jumps down and actually snaps the arm piece off in front of me helps me pick up Brendan and then we're walking to the stairs another guy comes from the other side helps me pick because we're kind of stuck you know and Brendan's so heavy and we're walking up the stairs walking up I'm like Brendan Brendan and he's just kind of slurring words not there and then that's when we sat him down and then dude I had a, we get him down. We're telling the uh, people at the counter what's going on. They give him water and everything. That's when they called the paramedic people. Our phones were back down on our seats. Me and Brendan. I had to run down and get fo- our phones. People started taking photos with Brendan and Sono as Brendan's like, dead. Yeah, just having a good time. And then I come up and then he's taking photos with me. I'm like, dude, my brother just passed out. Sono's like, Schmidt, Schmidt, and then. Fucking two paramedics come. One guy's a, a angel, and the other dude's a fucking asshole. Pissed me, and I and a little Tim came on my shoulders. A little Tim, yeah. he goes Schmidt. Now imagine how many assholes he deal drunken assholes he deals with on the daily. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they got to question everything to find out what the fuck happened to him. But this was a life event, Tim. This wasn't no drinking or drugs being a cause of this. The little dude had a health event. And this fucking dude's... And then it's, and then we're in the back ambulance room. I had to tell the dude to, to chill. Because he's... I'm like, I don't know where Brennan's at. He's in the bathroom shitting. And he's going, where's he at? Where's he at? Oh, he's in the bathroom shitting right now. Oh, so this is just a case of the shits. I don't need... We don't need to be here. And I'm like... I don't know, dude. He just passed out. And then he's like, well, are you taking any drugs or anything? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Chill. And then he backed off of me. He didn't really talk to me, right? Fast forward. We're in the back break room where he's getting his vitals taken and everything. The nice angel guys figuring everything out about Brendan, asking him questions, everything. And then it gets to the point where he's like, well, have you guys smoked anything today? As soon as we said yes, the bald guy's like, oh, I knew it. He's throwing his hands up in the air. I should be a doctor. I called it. And the, the nice thing, yeah, yeah, you should be a doc. You know what I mean? And I go, oh, so smoking, and I'm not a doctor. Help me out here. I go, oh, so smoking weed would lower his blood sugar after he, he ate food. That would play a part in this. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't just fucking have a health event. The guy was being a, uh, uh, 
He was being a He was a being a douchebag, dude. A douche. And then they, they tell us, they're like, we can't make you guys do anything, but we advise that you just take it easy, go home for the night. And yeah. they go, and well, and then I go, I'm patting Brendan on the back. I'm like, it's up to you, man. We do whatever you want. And he wanted to stay. We go back to our seats. About 20 minutes later goes by. A fucking dude, the nice guy comes down. And he's like, hey, you guys are the ones that passed out, right? Yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, come with me. Well, I told, I just went with Brennan because I didn't want to go alone. I'm like, we'll be right back. We go up to the stairs and he's like, yeah, unfortunately, we got to tell you guys to leave because he's a liability now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to respect it. We did. You do. The we thing did. is, dude, for people out there who smoke a lot of weed, I mean, it happened to my dad. If you're not eating any, if you're not eating any food and you're not staying hydrated and you're taking fucking huge drips to the dome, that's not good for you. My mom said the same thing. She texted me about it. So, dude, and even Paul Check says, even if you're doing vapor bags, whatever kind of smoke smoke you're doing, you need to hydrate more. Yeah, and more and more, you need to fucking hydrate. So, look, could have been way worse. Thank God it wasn't, Brendan. I'm happy I didn't shit my pants too. <laughs> that would have been even worse, and then I have to walk to the car with like shit pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe if you just shit your pants, you wouldn't have fainted. <laughs> yeah, we had smoked a good uh, ice cubes good day before and it just wasn't a good day uh did, yeah. and then we ended up watching the jake paul anderson fight uh how was that ringside like watching him get dropped anderson yeah well, it was good it was good uh um, that wasn't crazy like it, yeah, i was, was shocked crazy. was it I rigged was like, no <laughs> it wasn't fucking rigged dude the people that say it's rigged it's like yeah you guys are such idiots like you're such fucking idiots you think that one of the greatest mma guys of all time like one of the biggest legends pound per pound is gonna say hey for 500k i'll get dropped for this youtube kid no no there's no fucking way so if you're saying it's rigged it's like just chill take a breather except that jake paul is getting good because i can tell you that much he's fucking getting good anderson started putting the pressure on him, this crazy pressure a lot of people would have melted from that pressure and kind of panicked and not Jake Paul had really good defense in, inside. He was throwing some good uh, punches in close with some dirty boxing. Um, in the six, cardio. Six months ago, he wouldn't have beat Anderson. Yeah. Seven months ago, he wouldn't have beat Anderson. But he has been working hard and improving, and he looked good. Yeah. And I, I'm a, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of Nate Diaz. I'm a fan, a fan of him, but I think Jake would beat up Nate Diaz too. That's the one I want to see next. I think you would. Let's I don't go. want to see that. Because what what can Nate do that Anderson couldn't? Put a take, maybe a little bit more output. Boom, I think boom, take boom, the boom. shots. I think he could take the shots. Man, Anderson usually can take some shots, but he also is a lot older. I, I envision bloody Diaz pointing at Jake Paul and then Jake Paul going, like just being a fun, like, whoa. Yeah, but that was a pretty fucking high-paced fight, dude. And, it was. And Jake... Yeah. It looked like Jake was getting tired that third round. Anderson started putting it on, putting the pressure on her, trying to gas him. But Jake was right there, still good. So, oh. uh, I mean, like I said, I'm a fan, a big fan of Nate Diaz. I love the Diaz brothers. But I think Jake would beat up Nate because he's boxing right now. Yeah. He's, that's all he's fucking doing is boxing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nate's maybe doing some jiu-jitsu, maybe going on his bike rides, uh, maybe boxing a couple times a week. It's like, dude... I wonder. I wonder what the uh, the betting odds would be for that. Nate, I would hammer Nate, Jake. Nate would definitely be a big underdog. I think. Now that's interesting because in the arena that night, it was a very against Jake Paul crowd. Yeah. When Uriah Hall, we were getting kicked out. Oh, it right, was. We got to watch uh, Uriah Hall talk the shit, and then right after that is when we got booted. Uh -huh. 
And so I'm like, and everyone loves Nate. Nate's people love Nate Diaz. Yeah. So I almost kind of think, I think it'd be kind of close, but I think Nate, I think Nate would be the favorite. Who's ever yeah. knocked him out too? You're right. Or uh, Nate Diaz. Who's ever knocked Nate Diaz? Is it different though? Cause I'm uh, kind of angry name? with the Josh, boxing. Josh Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Josh Thompson knocked him out? Yeah, dude. That was the one. That was, that Who's was been knocked out ago. once? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I still wonder if he could be durable. It'll be a huge fight, dude. I, yeah. I bet you'd do over a million pay-per-views. And yeah, that's because I bet you it would. Jake was saying some things about these pay-per-views that he wasn't that impressed with them. It kind of tanked. Uh, yeah. yeah, probably. Uh, probably. 250, he said, he estimated. I mean, how many people just fucking steal it or whatever? Yeah. I, well, Streams. and I think people were a little more interested in him fighting Tommy Fury than this, like another. Anderson's the GOAT. Yeah. But I think they really want to see Jake Paul get tested against. Uh, but I think Anderson Silva is legit. Yeah, for sure. And I'd like, did you see what Tommy Fury was saying about Silva? He's like, oh, look. And it's like, dude, Silva's really good and everything, but I'd like to see you box him. Like, let's see how good you do against yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Because huh. Jake made a good point about how he's still only training for six rounds for, and when he boxes and how Jake's doing eight now. I thought yep. that was pretty, like, okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was pretty cool meeting Logan Paul, huh? Dude, so cool. That was really cool. He's actually a cool dude. I yeah. Mean, Logan, out of all the like the big star influencers, he's one of the most just down to earth dudes. Yeah, he was nice and tall. Yeah, he's that a, blew he's my mind. Dude. I That's was like, like, him and Andrew Tate. I hope that fight happens because Andrew Tate's tall too, and he's pretty fucking stout too. So really, like, size wise, they're very fucking similar. Andrew Tate cracks me up with what he says about Logan. He's like, he needs to get clean. Da, da, da. Like he just, you know, he spazzes off sophisticatedly, yeah. and you're like. Oh. You kind of like want to listen to it. Oh yeah, dude. When I was here, how would it go? How would that go? If you, it depends on what rule set. Boxing only six rounds. It's hard to say with boxing because Andrew Tate he like leans back. He does this weird. He has this awkward style, but he's pretty like fast twitch muscle. Uh, Logan's fucking huge, pretty athletic, a pretty good boxer. I mean, I I don't know who I'd pick because oh. Lo Logan is zero and two, right? I mean, against good guys. Yeah. Andrew Tate hasn't fought for four or five years, and he is a little bit older, but he's fucking lean, and he looks healthy, and he's very tall. I hope that fight happens. That'd be sick. I hope that fight happens. I'm pretty sure Andrew texted Log or Sean and said, I want to bust that motherfucker's what face up. What if it was on the same card as Jake fighting for, like, a title or something? Yeah. That'd be nuts. Yeah. That would be nuts. Fuck, that'd be huge. Okay, let's uh, switch directions here a little bit. We'll read, read a little bit of James Clear, um, and then we will go over to our Patreon questions that we have on patreon.com slash redhawkacademy, where there's a ton of extra content. I always get back to everyone on there. We've had that thing for four years, so there's content you can go back. Like There's hundreds of videos and tutorials and little ways to eat healthy and all sorts of shit, and we're going to keep pumping it out. So James Clear from october 27th ideas from me the observant person finds many teachers that's very true i mean even if someone you're way smarter than someone i see i i okay i've been doing jujitsu a long fucking time and sometimes i see a blue belt or a purple belt do something i like hmm. i almost want to ask them like how'd you do that or where'd you do that from i you can learn something from fucking everyone no matter what level there are so that's a good one um criticize people to uplift not destroy them and i always think about that what still what andrew tate said i tweeted it also you rarely get hate from someone who's above you someone who's higher than you 
Um, so criticize to uplift, not to destroy. But a lot of people on the internet, they just like to destroy because they're already destroyed. Mm-hmm. They're just in the dumps. They're just losers. They don't got nothing going for them in life. And they're just like, uh, they just want to put hate out there. Rarely, I think rarely you see a good, healthy person who's doing good in something, has good relationships. I bet you rarely see them online saying shit. Successful people don't have time to hate like that. They just don't. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, how about this one? Every transaction is paid for at least three times. First, with money you pay. Second, with the time you spend. Third, with the reputation you create through your behavior. Being pleasant, reliable, and easy to work with might cost you a little more, perhaps even a a bit of extra money. But the long-term returns from a great reputation usually outweigh the cost of a single transaction. Most of the value in life and in business arises out of good relationships. That's true, too. And I've seen so many fucking relationships Especially when it comes to like coaches, coaches out for MMA teams not getting paid what they deserve. Maybe they're a few thousand dollars short or whatever, and it's this huge fuss, and then everyone breaks up because of it, and it's this huge thing. It's like, dude, if you just keep the relationship good, who cares about a thousand bucks here and there? Just keep the relationship good, keep going, and then you could build something great. But I mean, there's not a lot of money in MMA, so I can see why the coaches fucking grind for their money. Priest and novelist Charles Kingsley on what makes us happy. We act as though comfort and luxury were the chief requirements of life, when all that we need to make us happy is something to be enthusiastic about. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you think you get a fucking nice house and a car and you're just going to sit there and just be happy and at peace. That's not the way it is. That's why I see all these kids who were born rich, born loaded, and they're just oppressed and they overdose on pills and they end up killing themselves. If you find something you're enthusiastic about, like for me, it's fucking jujitsu and MMA and just health in general. It truly makes me fucking happy. It's just fun to do. And I love doing it and I love growing in it and I love giving it back to the other people. What's something enthusiastic you boys are about? Christianity. Shut the fuck up. Creating content. You're starting to like that. I've always loved it. I've always been creative and me and Brendan. We're yeah. passionate about being working on getting licensed and in investment banking and stuff. Yeah. It's so boring to these guys, but I just, I watched Margin Call twice in a row and was just studying all day, getting all nerdy on that finance game. But yeah. I like enthusiasm and stuff, of course. No enthusiasm, but you, I know you like enthusiasm. Enthusiasm for what? Oh, just for kind of understanding like how the economy works oh. and like how how it's been screwed over by greed and things like that and oh. how people need to like a lot of regulations are put in place just because of the bad stuff that's happened in the past you know mm. it's interesting uh dude the thing about the youtube it's like i find myself it's like a fun hobby for me like the red hawk recap and doing vlogs and stuff it's like a fun hobby for me but i could see how you could get i mean very stressed out especially when you get one banger video and mm. you want to get another banger view video right after and then you want to get another banger video yeah. you're always stressing and thinking and like I think it's easy to get anxiety and like be stressed out when it's YouTube's your full-time job, unless you can look at it from the outside and be like, I'm not going to let this take control of my emotions. No matter what, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have just fun doing it. Yeah. And a lot of things too is like about the YouTube stuff. It's like, there's two ways of doing it. There's two, you can do it for clicks. Okay. I want, I just want views. I want views. I want to find something to talk about. That's going to get views. But I don't think that's the way to do it. I think it's just talk about the shit you want to talk about. I think that's what Joe Rogan does so well. He doesn't just be like, oh, who's this next biggest guy? I need the views. He just literally talks to someone and he genuinely wants to know and learn about them. And that's where 
I think sometimes on the Timbo Sugar Show, we got away from that. I mean, still, we talk about what we want, but it's still, it's a little bit like, oh, let's let's keep growing and get yeah. views. Um, but I think the way to go is just to talk about the shit you want to and not worry about the views and just stay consistent with it. A passion, dude. Yeah. I, my view with Jobins and with Brendan is like, the thing that I love about our podcast is peop, I don't have to try and be anything. Uh, I, I feel bad for people. I'm, I'm not going to spit out the names or anything, but when they have to pr maintain an image of like, that's what they are all the time would be exhausting. So one thing that I love about doing a podcast with Brendan is we are who we are and our fans are becoming a fans of us of just who being us. Yeah. So with that, I feel like we can do anything. We yeah. can do any, we, we don't, we're not just limited to podcasting. We can create whatever we want mm -hmm. and it's just doing it. You know I think I mean? jujitsu is really helpful in like the creative process because it really helps remove ego and like being afraid to try things. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's really been beneficial too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think passion follow. If it's passion and you love it, I, I like, dude, me and Brendan have been doing this for two years now. I'm at, we're at 2,200 subscribers, something like that. Damn. And I love all of them. You know what I mean? You told me something a long time ago that most podcast people quit at eight episodes. If I was doing this for money and views, I'd have quit a long time ago. I remember mm -hmm. doing pods when we had 22 views and I was excited to do the next one. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Now that we got, it's funny because now that we got more viewers, I just get nervous. I'm like, oh God, so many people are watching you now. You do, huh? Yeah, but, yeah. but it's a good nervous. You know what I mean? And I love it. You know, me and Brendan get in our zone. We do our thing. We get ready and we go. Yeah. So I just truly believe if you are passionate about it, do it because it, it, it the money will come. I Me, mean, I look at it like a 10 year thing. Just keep grinding. We'll keep doing it. I don't care about numbers. We're just going to keep getting them out. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because so many young kids, too, like 18, 19, 20, 21, they feel like they need to have it figured out. Yeah. And then and then they listen to the older generation, which the older generation, the only way to make money was go to school. That's If you want to have a good job where you're going to make some actual money, you got to go to school. So they have that influence from their parents. So they're like, God, I need to figure out what I want to do, but I really don't want to do anything like that has to do with college. But in this day and age, dude, you got Google, you got YouTube, you got the computer. If you find something you love and you just really just envelop yourself in it and then watch what other other guys that are successful in it are doing and just try to copy them and you just do it for five to ten years, you're going to be an expert in it. And everyone's going to want to come to you and learn from you and pay you to, for that shit. I can't tell you how much me and Brennan have learned in two years of podcasting. Yeah, I, I didn't pod, know shit. Podcasting's fucking, I mean, podcasting's hard. People think it's easy, but it's not. I think it's fucking easy, but we've been doing it also for a while. And you got a crew. I'm a one-man band. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, without JX, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't now, have it. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine. I can't wait to the day that I get to that, but I know that me doing this now to the day that I do have a crew and a guy helping me, it'll be so rewarding. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and I can't wait. Okay, next one. Busy Debbie Millman on business. Busy is a decision. We do things we want to do, period. If we say we are too busy, it is just a shorthand for the thing being not important enough or not a priority. Busy is not a badge. You don't find time to make things. You make the time to do things. Pretty decent. Uh, question for you. What's something good to go a little overboard on? What's something you could benefit from caring less about? What do you think? Weed. 
care more about what you have instead of what you don't you probably could get a little better handle on weed i know it would and it would probably make your 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 climb a little quicker think so i think it would and not even quitting all the way mm -hmm. just being like hey these are my designated hours for weed and in, in those not de designated hours i gotta maybe go to the gym i gotta go on a walk i gotta go I maybe read a book i gotta do something but then it's when it's time to smoke you earned it you smoke it possibility brother okay next one real quick james clear he's right I love ideas you. for me the ultimate form of preparation is not planning for a specific scenario but a mindset that can handle uncertainty i mean that's a big one for fighting dude for fighting it's like the ultimate form of preparation is not planning for a specific scenario because it's so hard to visualize a fight because you guys know you guys know a fight can go fucking thousand different ways you can visualize a fight going this way this way and then something happens that you never even expected but a mindset that can handle uncertainty that's a pretty good one there that's why i'm fighting it's just important to literally just don't worry about all the unknowns just focus on what you can control your breathing being where you're at and focus on your techniques you know what I always love and look forward to when you guys are doing your thing and he's walking out mm -hmm. is you massaging his shoulders. Is that weird? I just, I'm not like, really, I, I just know in that moment what you're doing as a coach and like you guys are yeah. just like what you just said is happening. Yeah. And well, it's been, I've been around him since he was a teenager mm -hmm. and I've been around him. I've lived with him. So I know I've talked to him and been around him enough. I know what he wants to hear. I know what kind of stuff makes him confident and gets him charged up. That's cool. So just being real calm, being right there in his ear and just reminding him of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, dude, those five, ten seconds before they say five, ten, and you're walking, you the pressure is fucking crazy, bro. You walk into you walk into a tunnel, and then all of a sudden, twenty thousand people are yelling at you, and you're walking to a cage to fight the best motherfucker in the world who kills people. <laughs> yeah. So I got chills just yeah, thinking it. It's dude. fucking crazy. Okay, how about this next one? In some areas of life, value is unlocked by starting. Even a five-minute workout or a short walk can reset your mood and benefit your body. In other areas, value is unlocked by finishing. It, it does you no good to build a bridge halfway across the river. You need to complete the project to realize the value. Do you need to optimize for starting or finishing? Are you building or building a body or building a bridge? Uh, decent. Number three, your net product... Your net productivity is the balance of the product of, of the productive and unproductive forces in your life. A great deal of time and energy is spent thinking about how to increase effort, but there is a lot to be gained by reducing friction. A car will drive faster not only if you press the accelerator, but also if you remove the speed bumps. Decent. Dancer, actress, Lena Horn on mindset, strategy, and resilience. It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it good one psychiatrist mark golston on how to make meaningful connections in life and business understanding a person's hunger and responding to it is one of the most potent tools you'll ever discover for getting through to anyone you meet in business or your personal life decent question for you what do i need to accomplish today and how can i have the most fun possible while doing have you started trying to lift yet schmidt i did the one day you told me and i only went to and, and then i've only feel? good it does feel good. Did you get sore? Mm, not, I guess I didn't push myself as hard as you did that one I mean, day. I don't think you need to push yourself super hard. I think you just need to get in the routines of going through the motions a lot. Yeah. It made me feel tired. These boys, but then they said 4 o'clock, and then they took a nap at 4 o'clock. 
could have just waited. Yeah, me and Brennan, me and Brennan both were tuckered. When and you then say a time, we took a I'm little nap, to and then we went right after. Yeah, well, at least they went after. Well, but what days are you gonna? Are you planning on lifting twice a week? Well, every I would go every time. Lift every time too. Yeah, shouldn't I? I think you should. I well, mean, if it's light weights and your form's good, yeah, can't hurt. I just wish. <sighs> what i it's i once i get into the routine so i had it when i first started the gym like before i started going to the gym i'd be nervous I'd be like oh god people are going to be looking at me and shit yeah. and then i got over that you know what i mean well now you're and, just you're not a huge obese dude yeah thank i mean you. you used to be obese oh yeah i know you saw that you see that photo but i'm telling you lifting little weights is going to tighten you up and you're for you because you don't lift weights at all you're going to see results quick and you're gonna be like mm -hmm. damn i should have been listening to him a long time ago well fuck we are now so good yeah all right here's some patreon questions what's your opinion on zevia soda is it good for you i see you drink it all the time i don't know if it's good i mean i i i, I researched it a bit and they said if carbonation sits good in your stomach then it's fine for you. But sometimes carbonation doesn't sit good in people's stomach, and then they said you should probably stick away. But Zevias, dude, when I'm gaming, I tr probably drink four kids Zevias uh, a session. Uh, Cran raspberry, I really like. Strawberry lemonade Zevia. I like the fizzy apple. Um, yeah, I like them all. What kind of Zevias do you guys like? I'm a big uh, grape. You like grape? The grape. You like grape, too. We're grapes. In the mountains. Hands down, grapes all day. Grapes Dr. Zevia, though? Shitter. Yeah. Shitter. Mountain Zevia is pretty good. Huh? Yeah. It's got a little bit of caffeine, get you boosted. How come you don't fuck with Prime because of the sugar? I just think, I, I don't mind it. I, I've drank a couple, I mean, I drank a couple in Mexico, but I think it's just a little too sweet for me. You know, it'd probably be good over ice, though. Yeah. Maybe I try it over ice and it'd be good. So, uh, Roger I, how's it been for the boys living together? And Tim, you're the fucking man, bro. How's it, boys, for the Ben? boys living together it's been good let's get some juice out let's not yeah, just say it's been good who's been barking at who me and schmitty tend to butt heads a little bit and then yeah. brendan plays mediator okay That's and usually. if brendan doesn't side with schmitty will he get beat no no i like i try to be in the middle all the time the only time we had like a fight that was pretty big was probably when i was mad at blake at the same time because i was like oh we were bickering about roommate stuff but we it's all water under the bridge now Dude, it's going to be important, I think, for you to be the mediator and literally say what you think. Be like, Sono's right in this area. And then you not get mad if he says that. And then same for you. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Just fucking oh, take yeah. it. The one thing we're working on right now is lights. Because, uh, like, me and Ricky have been taking pictures just to make sure. So, like, we're all trying. And I'm not focusing on just one person but all of us because i've left my lights on too in my room and i've texted blake and said hey my lights on and he turned them off for me. so i'm just saying all of us together though so that way because i don't know what the next power bill is going to be you know so like just so who, working who on who making sure lights we on? conserve <laughs> schmitters huh i don't leave lights on i'd say it'd be me and blake then. it's definitely me and Brendan, but i definitely are leaving lights that's one on. of my things i gotta be better turn lights off mm -hmm. so you had daddy and mama always turn your lights off <laughs> I moved out of my parents at 18, but I had lived in the military where they pay for the electricity. Oh, so you want to know what happened that. one day? What? I'm taking a nap, right? It's just me and Blake at home. Mm -hmm. I wake up to, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I think it's outside my window. I'm looking out my window. I thought it was like a nuke alarm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's in his room gaming with his boys. I'm like, what the fuck? I follow the noise down to the room. The water was left on. Okay, I went up to my room for a couple of minutes, and I was washing dishes, and I was just about to head back down. He I goes, took an you hour can't nap. do that. And it wasn't, he wasn't, 
He's and exaggerating. if you leave the water on, you gotta. It, it was making this such high pitch yeah. noise that yeah. you'd have to have it on for a long time. If we want to play that game, yeah. there's I, been many times I've woke up and cleaned your dinners up because you leave everything out when you cook. Me and Brendan do dishes all the time. No, I've so, been. I've woke up multiple mornings. He's not lying multiple about that. Mornings. No, and guess what? He would make these. But you don't even answer to that. I mean, Brendan do our dishes. You do and usually, clean. but there's been so, multiple times. If I've done he, it. he's talking about like a bowl of woke up and clean the whole kitchen, yeah, and I always clean. I always clean. Oh, uh, here's another thing. He makes these ready-to-make meals in the microwave, and they leave this no. gunk of grease. No, and that then is he's not trying what it's to from. tell me. Me and Brendan have. You know what he Brendan, does? Let him talk. Yeah, me and Brendan uh, always clean it up, and we're always talking to each other about it. Mm. And then one day, I had a, my red ceramic plate. Because me and Brendan make potatoes and we keep in the microwave in the morning. Sometimes I make for breakfast, sometimes I don't, and I throw them away, right? He makes these ready to make meals that leave this fucking thick grease on the thing. And then it, I don't know that, you know, you, when you open it, microwave, you put your plate in, and then you take your plate out, you put it down. Then you're putting your, all this grease is everywhere, right? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Now, what do you say about that? No, hold on. The, the, what I'm getting at is one morning, my potatoes on my ceramic red plate, and Brendan was at work. And he's trying to tell me that the grease from the potato slept through the ceramic red plate and left all this grease on the microwave plate. Okay. Now I'm done. Now you go. I mean, since we're opening up the can of worms. Just make it quick. Okay, yeah. You leave food in the microwave that you've cooked for two days sometimes and forget about it. I'll open up and three days ago, there'll be potatoes that are still in there. No, no, no. I don't even want to hear it. There'll be potatoes that are still in there, bud. And we can go back and forth on who does what and where now, but... I would say that in terms of nuisances and annoyances, you cause most of it. <laughs> Why did someone have okay. to ask that? No, now that's there's good. There's going to be a fight after. There's, there's not, there should not be a fight after yeah. because you guys talk about it. And Do if you you're mature enough, it shouldn't over? be a fight. You want to hear the story when my friends came over? If you want to play that. All my friends came over and we're sleeping, right? And he gets drunk and does we, things. We're does all weird. Does Kisses w- your friends and shit. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. No, wait for this. Let me tell this story. Now he's starting to get personal. Let me tell this story. Dude, I put a pot of if noodles in front of his hold door because I was the, fucked hold up on, and way I was more, mad he left Not it a pot of noodles. I made, let me tell the story. Can I tell the story? If it's going to be less than 30 seconds because I want to move on to the questions. All right, bet. My friends came over. Sono was drunk, came down. My boy Mo's sleeping at four in the morning. Sono came this down loud in. with his flashlight on, going through stuff, making food. Lights off. There's people I sleeping. wake up in the morning. Uh, Brendan went to work the morning. I didn't know there was a I made beans for all the boys a big load of beans and a metal thing Had it dumped out on the floor. It would have stayed in the carpet would have done a whole bunch of shit I wake up in the morning I open my door and all these the boxes of chips a whole bunch of shit is stacked at my door Who left those out? There's a bag of chips All the way all the way to Brendan's house all the way down the stairs and everything Brendan took the beans down into the kitchen because he didn't know what the fuck was up. Those were left out too. That's weird. No, he, I woke up. My, yeah, that's okay. I mean, yeah. that's not a big dude with other people. You guys yeah. don't know, he understand the fights Sean and I got into yeah. before. We've gotten a fight before where we're about to go to practice, and I say, Sean, when you use a fucking dish, you clean it and you put it out right yeah. after because these are my dishes. And if you want to use them, right when you use it, you clean it and put it back. And one practice, he's like, I'm not using it. I mean, I'm not going to clean this dish. I said, Come clean this fucking dish. It's like, I'm not cleaning this dish. I'm like, all right, you don't clean this dish, you don't use any of my dishes again. 
and he just got a, and then he left and i'm like okay now he now he has to eat his dinner on a napkin and he was eating his dinner on a napkin and then for the longest time i'd bitch at him about picking up his stuff so every morning i'd pick up all the shit he left and pile it right in front of his door all the dishes he left and i'd pile it right in front of his door so he woke up to it every single morning so it happens you just fucking talk through it try to see it from their side you you're raised different than you were raised mm -hmm. yeah and that's where it fucking comes from so let's move on boys yeah and at the okay. end of the day it's been better the past month it's been better yeah that's good uh harry how would you and sean prepare for aljo and how do you think cheeto versus aljo would play out i don't know but we're gonna have to prepare for aljo and it's gonna be a lot of grappling and aljo's gonna be surprised how fucking sh strong sean is and he's gonna be surprised how good his jujitsu is you just watch devin riggs you should go into schmitty's weight loss because he's looking a lot more slim now has Appreciate his you. habits changed does he feel more happy and does he think what made him change was moving there and being around different set of people or does he think he still would have changed regardless being around product of your environment like, yeah product of your environment and us giving um, shit yeah i need to get better there is things that i still do that i need to there's always going to be things that i can do better i just need to do it like my starbucks addictions well, i still slip up and have fast food sometimes but yeah. i've been way better well, that's the thing i mean rarely rarely people are going to change boom i've changed i'm all organic i'm all good it's like it's going to be a little bit at a time yeah. what's your what sono you know a second ago i was about to I'm a little worked up right now from him trying to expose me. And I was going to say, I mean, if we really want to open a can of worms, we could say honesty of uh, your eating habits. But the internet. look at the fucking yeah. picture different. Oh, yeah. I've lost 67 pounds. Did you look at the old picture of him? Yeah. And what, how, what does that come from? Skittles? I'm proud of him. I, I tell him all the time. It doesn't come from Skittles. So he's got it. He's doing something. I just, oh, I, 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 you know, you're probably walking and just being around yeah. a lot more. Yeah, I definitely. He like goes I to said, the gym. Like I give him that. Like I said, yeah. I there is things that I definitely need to do, but better. Uh, but have you been felt more happy? And you've felt I am way happier, so yeah. much happier. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I would get down. You know, I'm like, oh man, but at the end of the day, I got best people in the world around me, like you guys, mm -hmm. and I got good brothers and friends that are just always motivating, and. This is all, you know, bumping heads, exposing, whatever. People are, we're going to clash. Dude. At the end of the that's day. That's your brother. Exactly. We got matching Jobin tattoos. Exactly. And I can't wait for him to start his YouTube channel, which is something he needs to get going. Because once well, he's he, got brows on the line. For yeah. That. And two, once, we, oh, yeah. By the way, our bet is two. Oh Sono God. comes out with two videos, good videos on his YouTube Quality. page. Because he's signing, he's wanting to do it, start a YouTube, and I think he should. And if he doesn't, then I get to shave those brows <laughs> off. <laughs> those two videos are going up, champ. Promise. And if they're not, I'll let. Oh, fuck. I might buck a little bit, but you got to shave them. You off. buck around. I'll hold you down <laughs> with my right hand, and I'll buzz them <laughs> with my left. But yeah, no. Once and then, I just want all of us to cre create our own lane and uplift each other. You know what well, I mean? We're doing that, and it's yeah. good. How's yeah. Schmitty going with his weed? I just went through huh. October with no weed after smoking a J or two every day for the last few years. Other than it being a little harder, little but harder to sleep for the first few days. I didn't have any other withdrawals similar to what you said about being dry in Dubai. I'd like to ask Schmitty what withdrawals he experiences that prevents him from reducing his use. Or having time off the bong rips. Let's fucking Joe go, Jobins. This is what I think. I think, I think it's easy when you're sitting there bored during the day to just take a rip, and a lot of that like kind of anxiety that you should do something goes away. But I think that anxiety to do something means you should go fucking do something. 
even with our boy our boy war tits i'm mm. like war puss put down the bong and let's fucking get going a little yeah. bit warlike could have a very good youtube where he talks and recaps mma there's no reason he shouldn't be able to afford a laptop or a logitech he won't let me sponsor and buy him one but there's no reason and i i think possibly it, the weed has something to do with it but props to warlike he's competing today in jiu-jitsu hopefully he does Shout good he war. probably will do good see i don't know if it is the weed man i smoke a lot of weed i think it's self-doubt i think he's questioning if he can do it or like being able to do it in front of people being able to put yourself on the line in front of people to have the criticism yeah we joke like we all joke oh schmitty crying again because people are online well it's like put yourself it's it takes a lot to put yourself in front of the public vulnerable being vulnerable yeah. is hard that's why that's why 90 percent, 95 percent of people who are super talented super fucking skilled they don't go anywhere they're just normal people because they're scared to be vulnerable and if they could just break through that i promise you jobins <laughs> if you just break through the insecurities that are holding you back from doing what you want to do and you break that wall you can fucking do it it's just passion and grinding that's all it is and the mental it's all your mental because yeah it is your mental and you need to learn that I that's know. why you need to go to the gym and then when you eat fast food think this is what's making me not confident every bite of fast food i take is making pussy not want me more and i love pussy so much more no you don't I apparently every time you eat a cheeseburger you don't I'm right you're right but i do get it i mean the fast food just cheap and it's fucking easy Fa yeah the fast and easy parts what kills i know i know okay can you guys explain the Jobin story again? I know I met a guy with loads of name tags on in the mall, but can't remember the exact story. That's what it was. It was just this like slower handicapped guy, cool dude. And I asked him what his name was. And he's like, Jobin. <laughs> so I just started calling my friend Jobin. And that's where it came from when I was 19 years old. Uh, Connor Klaus. What's the best advice for someone to start BJJ or keep improving? Dude, we answer this all the time, Connor. Come to jujitsu and listen to your instructor. Write that down. And every time you ask that question, look at what you wrote down. <laughs> Show up to jujitsu and listen to your instructor. What's the biggest change in their life since moving to AZ? Real quick answer. For, for what about you boys? Health. Say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the biggest in ch biggest change in their life because of moving to AZ? Was there chicks? There's way more hot chicks. Yeah, here. way more hot chicks. I've never had this opportunity with like, the amount of chicks I pulled. Hot chicks, huh? Compared to walking around everywhere you're just like oh my god i'm in heaven holy fuck what about you getting out of my comfort zone more still something i'm working on though yeah. obviously it's always a it's always a challenge but i'm still working on it but yeah that's been the biggest benefit yeah this dude like don't let he flexes in the mirror more than the fucking model <laughs> he should look at him. oh He's i know fucking he, he looks so good i know you guys enjoy and regularly get iv drips is that painful experience or is it pretty breezy in the terms of pain it's really not i mean it's fucking a quick little pinch but when they miss your artery four times and you got to get stabbed and they keep stabbing the vein like over and over it's a little annoying but iv drip no that, that doesn't hurt um, if you could go back and tell your 18 year old self something, what would it be? Love you, Timbo. Thanks for everything you do better. God, that's a good question. If I could go back to 18 year old self, it would probably be just start, keep doing what I'm doing, do exactly what you're doing, but just be a little more consistent with the YouTube that early, like 10, 12 years ago. Just be consistent with your YouTube, get creative with your ideas, start your podcast, start YouTube early. Because then by now, it'd just be fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, that would be it. And try probably. to be smart with it. Don't say things that in 10 years you get canceled for. I mean, yeah. Because, you know, you make mistakes. I know. it's bound, bound, We're bound to get canceled eventually. <laughs> but hopefully we can come back. 
Um, R. Steedley, how long should you expect to wait before you notice the effects from stem cell therapy? How should you expect the effects to last before getting additional treatment? They said two weeks, don't do anything. They're like, don't even run, don't even bike. Just walk around, try to eat healthy. Give it two weeks, three weeks, you can slowly start moving it. Four weeks, you can move it a little bit more. Five weeks, you can kind of ease into possibly drilling. And then we're going back end of January to get another MRI to see what it did. Mm -hmm. So, what book you've been reading lately? Just, dude, there's like five or six right by my thing. And I just, whatever, in the morning, I grab my coffee and I look at one of those books and I said, which one do I feel like reading this morning? I grab it and I read it for 20 minutes and I put it down and get on with my day. Tim, you smash any biscuits in Abu Dhabi? No luck. Uh, Ian Sheeler, how are you feeling after the stem cells? What else do you guys get down there? I, yep, just stem cells, and I got the NAD IVs um, every day, 500 milligrams of NAD, and it fucking made me feel good. What's an NAD? You have to look up the benefits. There's a ton of benefits. It's like an anti-aging thing. Um, it's pretty like scientific. It goes into your cells. It's really expensive, and it fucking hurts. But if you slow the drip way down, it doesn't hurt. And some people are like, oh, no, I opened my NAD drip up. Like, I think even Joe Rogan and them were talking about it. They, I open it up, and I just go through the pain, and I sweat because it hurts your chest. It hurts your head. It's fucking terrible. Mm. But then the guy there said, no, just slow it down because if you just open it up, you're just going to piss it out and waste it. So you might as well not do that. What kind of protein do you guys use? The Thorn Supplements. And, well, I have a discount code for it. It's the best. 15% off in the bio. If you're part of Patreon, you get 30% off. Uh, so the thorn stuff, I'll, I'll have JXL I'll put that in the bio too. Top three biggest changes you've made over the years for performance, probably just sleeping good and stretching, doing these consistent stretches before bed. Because for the longest time, I'd get so sore at practice, come home, drink, and then eat, and then just lay down and just my muscles would tighten up and I wouldn't sleep good and I'd just be stiff. So before bed, literally doing 10 minutes of just some cat cows, um, some downward dogs, just a little bit of breathing just to get my muscles and joints moving. And then I go to bed and I think that's helped a lot. Uh, when you previously microdose, how much did you find you needed and how often did you take them? I was just taking 0.25 milligrams a day and I, I enjoyed it. Nothing too crazy, but I did enjoy it. How Schmidt's cut it, How is Schmidt's cutting down the weed? He's got to be reminded to use it to enhance his life, not to control it. Love you, Jobins. The only, dude, you probably soon, once you can get a consistent 1,000 to 2,000 views in your pod, you could probably find a little weed sponsor that gives you some weed. Just because the biggest thing right now is probably just the money. Yeah. Just like, fuck, you could be doing something else with money. You could, with the money you're spending on weed, you could have the most sick camera in two months, probably. I know, it's hard to hear. Oh, no, but, but it's, it's truth, what brother. I need to hear, brother. Okay, would love an update. God, I love you, Joe. Would love an update on your morning routine. We're going to get one soon. We're going to get a new update on the morning routine. Everyone keeps asking for that. We'll do it. Uh, it's my first fight next Friday. Any general tips for fight day and, and on the actual fight? Dude, the work's already done. Try to just enjoy the motion, uh, the emotions of it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So just try to enjoy the whole the whole process of it. Enjoy the walkout. Enjoy the warm out warm up and just try to be right there and enjoy those nervous emotions it's your body getting yourself ready to compete and that's the reason you do it is to feel those emotions like 10 20 years down the road you'll probably never feel those emotions again so sit in those emotions and just try to enjoy them 
Tyler, how much BJJ training is too little and how much would you consider too much for good progress? I don't think there's too much, dude. I don't think there's too much. Some of the best guys in jujitsu in the world are training every single day, every day, a little too much. If you're training jujitsu once a week, you're not, it's going to be hard to progress. So you need to at least be doing two, threes, even better three times a week, at least. What would you say to someone who's training jujitsu and always getting hurt? Cause like, I, sometimes I see people like Brendan doesn't really ever get hurt. Mm -hmm. And I know that he's probably just going in there and taking his time with that. Because I'm kind of nervous. Like, man, if I go in there and I just start fucking getting my ass beat because I think I'm this and then I'm getting hurt and injured. Yeah. I mean, dude, at my gym, especially, we always do good warmups and there's rarely injuries. Mm -hmm. There's rarely injuries. So if you're getting hurt, it's something you're doing wrong and... It could be, like I said, you're not staying hydrated or you're eating too many foods that are inflaming your body or you're not doing the warm-up correctly where you're warming up all your joints. So you, I don't think you'll get hurt, especially for you. I'm not going to put you against Juan. I'm not going to put you against... <laughs> you won't? These, no. Oh, thank God. I'm going to put you against people who are going to make it fun for you so you don't quit. Okay. Yeah, because I just every time I go in that jujitsu room, Juan's looking at me like a fucking snack. No, no, dude. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nick Yarnovich. Hey, Timbo, what are some drills you, you use to work takedowns and how important is it? Is body conditioning for me? If I'm in a couple months into training, I've been beating the shit out of myself with a stick to prepare for when I start sparring. Thanks for brother. Have a good one. Cameras are dying. Okay. How many minutes we got? Did I order those cords, Jay? I don't know. I sent you the link. Oh, fuck. Uh, but yeah, by quick. okay. Let me uh, let me just uh, run through these last four conditioning. Just keep sparring, Nick. Go go spar. Just get get some drilling in. You'll toughen up as it goes. Lucas, real quick, what is the important thing to maintain a healthy body, dude? We talk about this all the time, brother. You got to stay hydrated. Try to eat organic foods as much as possible. Sleep good. Have good relationships. Boom, and you're gonna be feeling good. I guarantee it. Joshua Kraft, what was the TJ trip like, and how much Ched? You got to have to go down there. Uh, it's going to be expensive. If you want the stem cells, it's going to be expensive, but it's going to be worth it. And it's not going to be probably any more expensive than getting surgery is. But plan on spending 10 to 20 racks. Gino Forte started listening to Schmidt and Brennan's pod more regularly now. Schmidt has a good heart and he's looking great, really healthy and happy. Has AZ changed his life for the better? And when are we going to get your boy training, JJ? We're working him into it, Gino. He'll, he'll probably be coming down soon. Love uh, you, Gino. Yep, he's doing good. Uh, Robert Hames Holder. Any chance you guys are going to be ready to go for February card in Perth? Would be crazy to get you guys in Australia in the city. We'll see. We'll see. Sean's fucking sporadic, so he gets the itch <laughs> to do shit. He wants to do it. So we'll see, brother. Andrew, last one. Other than you, when it comes to watching BJJ online, any recommendations on who to watch, who to stay away from? Depends your body body size. Are you? Do you look like Marcelo Garcia? Do you have long fucking legs like Nicholas Miragali? Do you have long arms like the Rutolo, brother, Rutolo brothers? What's your body size like? Try to find the best in the world at your body size and watch what they do. Um, that's it. Jay, is your stuff still for sale? No, site is closed, but I'll be opening up. You could go to the site and put your email in, and it'll notify when the website's open. I highly suggest you guys do that because everyone at our gym always wears the product stuff. Jay's always coming out with the hottest stuff, the most in-style stuff and it sells out quick so throw your email in when his merch gets released and then you'll get a email can i say something real quick yep real quick go uh 
Sono needs ideas for fucking pranks. So whatever you Jobans want to see this guy do with Tim and all of us boys, put it in the comments so we can fucking get it going. Yeah. Check out the Brennan and Schmitty show. Uh, check out Sono. What's your Instagram? Sonoman underscore eight. Yep. And that's it. Patreon.com slash Red Hawk Academy. I'm going to keep putting shit up there. I'm going to put up techniques, MMA techniques, jujitsu techniques, striking techniques, um, cooking tutorials, all sorts of shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a goddamn beautiful Saturday. Find a sexy woman and fuck her good. Bye bye, everyone.